It's DTS212, and we had a big Game Informer interview with Forsaken developers with a ton of information about what's coming to us this September. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to the DTS Podcast. My name is BBK Dragoon. I am joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is good, my dude? How was your week? It is going to be August this week. I, I can't believe it. This year has seemingly flown by. I'm... I don't know how to feel like I'm excited for (laughs) August because I know we're getting closer to Forsaken, but I'm also very sad because I just, I don't want winter. I love fall. I love (laughs) summer. I don't like winter and I know we're going to blink and it's going to be November. I feel like I'm the opposite because we live in just opposite climates. Yeah. (laughs) I hate the summer. Oh my gosh, it's on Saturday, we took the dogs out to our normal hiking place, or yeah. we were going to, Yeah, and it was, because it was, the weather was, oh, low 90s at 6 a.m., and when we got out there, oh my God, the humidity, humidity killed us. We took them to the park instead, after 10 minutes, we were all tired. We were like, okay, time to go back. Yeah, I think for me in the summer, it's really easy to get outside and work out and do fun stuff and stay in shape because it's outside and I'm not a gym fan. And so every winter rolls around and I get out of shape because I don't like doing gym stuff. And I'm going to this plus year the holidays, mark, you know, plus the holidays for sure. But this year, mark my words, I don't want to lose the fitness that's been being built up. So I'm going to have to buy like a gym membership and just force myself to go. Maybe I'll get on a spin bike or something there. Maybe nice. I'll teach spin. <laughs> throw on some some grooves okay let's do this you've got the gopro right so (laughs) do virtual spin classes on your youtube channel and that'll keep us in shape too because i've been doing the the spin bike at my uh fitness center here yeah they're really good man like those are super hard workouts and if you do it right i was thinking what if you had gopro gimbal POV of spin class and it's just like bobbing up and down. Oh. No, no, no. What you do is you do your normal mountain bike footage and you commentate it like it's a spin class. Yeah. So like in spin class, they do, you know, different workouts mm-hmm. on mountain trails or whatever, but you actually do it on a mountain trail. You're like, okay, yeah. now we're, now we're doing a, a nice, uh, cool down right here. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think the Tour de France just ended a day or two ago. Nice. There you go. Yeah. I don't own TV, like a TV subscription, so I have no idea. (laughs) Neither do Uh, I. I guess you could do everything online through subscriptions, but... And then uh, it's like, well, why don't I just pay for cable anyways? (laughs) Yeah, we're probably going to end up in five years spending as much, if not more, once you've done all the a la carte subscriptions, like I'll have HBO and Netflix and this and all that jazz, so... Yeah, but then the thing is ads in between, in the middle of shows. Don't you hate how Hulu does that, where you're like, do you want the no ad experience... Or ad experience. And then you're like, but it's a subscription. I feel like I'm being robbed. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. The old school style. Uh, today's show, we have an exotic gear trailer to talk about. We have the Game Informer interview with the Forsaken developers with a ton of information about Forsaken. Honestly, probably the biggest 
simplest data dump from a aerial view of what's coming in Forsaken and details you guys are interested in, as well as the final faction rally of season three. So without further ado, Diddy, let's dive into it. So the Exotic Gear trailer might be a fun place to start out. This was released across all of their marketing channels. As always, when they show off new exotics, there is a community of people who are disappointed because of spoilers. I'm not one of those folks. I don't derive any enjoyment of, like, saving the surprise of reading the actual flavor text, you know, on what the weapon and what it does. But right. for, for those people, I know they were not super hyped. But it was hard not to be excited because this was a great marketing piece, right? It really was. They, man, when they're ready to sell something, they come out and do the highest quality production ever. Just the camera angles, it re really makes me wish I had theater mode in Destiny. But and they have, you know, in the dev mode, they have like the theater moves and some of the zooms and stuff you can see. It's like the same zoom mechanic as the Halo theater. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I agree with you. When whenever there's a product to be sold, the Activision marketing team works in tandem really well with whoever at Bungie is helping to direct those ads because I get so excited and so many of these new exotics look sweet and I can't help but repeat and beat that dead horse. But more and more, it looks like Forsaken is exactly what D2 should have been when it launched <laughs> about a year ago. It's it's really coming around to be the Taken King of Destiny 2. You know, same timing, same additional-ish content, you know, and it seems to make large improvements on the base game. But just to point out a few specifics, if you don't want exotic spoilers, uh, skip ahead a little bit in the show, but the new Titan boots, where when you slide, you reflect projectiles, That that is an exotic. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I want to be kicking some things. Well, first I have to make a Titan, which I don't have, but I'm considering it. I I look at this, and uh, I don't know if you've been following kind of the streamer. There's always like a meta narrative with streamers about like what the popular game is for these two or three weeks. You know what I mean? Like on mm -hmm. Twitch, you can always see those trends sort of floating. And no Man's Sky, of course, with its latest update, has really become that new kind of mini narrative of the last week or two in which you had maybe one of the biggest gaming disappointments of the last decade of this overhyped thing. And they just kept cracking away at it and updating it. And I would say from what I've watched on stream and everything I'm seeing on Twitter from the content creators, this latest update and after a year of updates, No Man's Sky has actually sort of come full circle and it seems to maybe be repairing that dumpster fire that was the launch last year. I yeah. look at D2 similarly, and we're maybe moving into this era where games, maybe there is no insurmountable recovery story for a game, right? Yeah, that's, it's it's kind of true, you know? Uh, similarly, you know, Battlefront 2, right? Worst yeah. start ever to a game, pretty much. And then, uh, except for No Man's Sky, of course. And, you know, they made improvements and they came back and people slowly are starting to get back into it. Yeah, I guess the point is uh, maybe nothing is beyond saving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into this uh, Game Informer mega exclusive, just like you talked about. And this has been going for three years where Game Informer keeps getting all the big Destiny month long exclusive news dumps, right? Yeah, I mean, Game Informer is pretty much the place to be 
around this time, a few months before a Destiny expansion comes out, they have all the info you could ever need. You worked at GameStop. Was Game Informer the magazine that they kept trying to hustle? Yes. Like the subs- okay, that was the partnership thing there. Mm-hmm. Do they still try and like hustle that? Do you know? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. But yeah. It's only for $14.99 a month or whatever, a year. And you'll forget that remember. it auto-renews every single year. Yeah, and it's like, well, if, you, if you're buying $150 in used games, you get the magazine subscription for free. I think I forgot. Your purchase. I subscribed to Game Informer for some stuff on D2 last year, and I don't know if I need to go check on that. That's how they make their money, Uh-oh. right there. <laughs> yeah, see if you get the electronic version, because they started selling you at the same price for the electronic version uh, instead of a hard copy. So if, you, if you're not getting a hard copy, check your email, see if you're getting them. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I was, of course, when I worked there, I had one uh, a script subscription, and that was when Halo 3 ODST was on the cover. That was, whew. Magazines were so cool. I'm sad that medium has just drifted and floated away. I get why it's inconvenient, but it's something so cool about tangibly like holding it and the pictures and oh, that was a big part of growing up. That and demo desks included with like official PlayStation magazine. Oh, Mm -hmm. we've changed a lot now. (laughs) Pre-order to play the beta. Which is not a beta, it's a server stress test. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's talk about this. So, Gimme Fuel 21 on Reddit put together a great recap of a lot of the developer interviews that were going on over the last few weeks for the Game Informer Forsaken exclusive stuff. Did he, why don't we just go through the whole list and then kind of hit back on our highlights? Do you think that's a good way to go? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll start with a couple and you take a couple too. So, uh, Masterwork System. Legendary Armor has random bonus stats, no re-rollables, and you can upgrade that particular stat. Fully upgraded equals masterworked. Ten times upgrading. No masterworked exotic armor in Forsaken. What's the next one? Yep, and that's good, I guess. I mean, we, we knew that there would be no exotic armor in Forsaken. They they announced that in the road. Masterworked, was, masterworked. Uh, yeah, sorry, excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, infusion for year one gear, which is Destiny 1 year one, is slot dependent. Uh, duplicates are cheaper to infuse and can be true for every gear. So the armor looks like it has two perks, one for ability cooldowns or damage output and one for the ammo economy. Uh, You get maybe lower grenade cooldowns and more ammo for your scout rifles. All random rolled, further throwing of grenades confirmed. That's good. I actually, I want to highlight that. I like that they're giving you something to work for. You know, it's that Destiny 1 style armor perk. So I'm glad they're adding that back in. Yeah. So there is no confirmation on the last word if it's going to be there. Uh, They said they don't spoil exotics, (laughs) except we got a Twitter uh, exotic trailer. So, uh, well, maybe that'll be a secret missing or something. But uh, there's no SRL, which is a bullet point later on. I just skipped probably 10. Uh, that's but, fine. Uh, Cade yeah. is going to disappear in the tower. If you play just the vanilla game and strikes, Cade will still be there. But it sounds like for everybody who's carrying forward and getting the Forsaken content, bye-bye, Cade. And there will be new characters in the game, no confirmation about a new Vanguard Hunter. Which, speculation, is uh, Shiro 4 from Rise of Iron Era. Uh, but there's also, since Cade's going to be gone, there's going to be no more treasure maps. They're taking those out of the game. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Gambit does have its own armor and weapons. I think we kind of already 
new about new those that, sets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With any new game mode, they seem to add a new uh, set of gear specific for that. Year one tokens give you year two gear at Zavala, the gunsmith, and Shacks. So save up your tokens. <laughs> there's the uh, there's the farming method right there. Oh, sassy. I already know what you're going to do. Man, when freaking <laughs> Warmind came out, dude, he just saved up like a thousand tokens or something ludicrous and just. Wow. And it's, like, it's like the guys who hoarded the exotic engrams mm-hmm. the, right the before the. Er, yeah. Right before Taken King or Rise of Iron, exactly. And they oh. hit max level within a day or two, and then people complain that it was too quick. Well, I, I kind of love that stuff, though, for like the diehard <laughs> people who really want to do that and be like, boom. I just, all right, good on you. <laughs> so there is no plan for in game LFG. Uh, no news on guided games either. So, yeah. Well, the news is they don't even have plans to make changes <laughs> to guided games. And that's probably going to be the centerpiece of our discussion when we get through the rest of this list. So let's keep cruising. A uh, story is evolving, and it is not all written. That is including the lore. Uh, no SRL. Interesting choice. Raid power requirements are still a work in progress. And along those same line of thoughts, the new raids are designed with the new system in mind. The old ones will be unchanged, and they don't have plans to remaster old raids. It's a great idea, idea they said. And they probably wrote in their notebooks, Age of Triumph, Destiny 2, update <laughs> Leviathan. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to have, they're talking about the new system. That's going to be the new armor uh, modification system or uh, perk system, I bet, that they're uh, that they're going to be, have that new system in mind when they're developing the raid. So maybe we'll see raid specific uh, perks again on armor for raid gear. That'll be nice. Bug fixes for old classes. There's no buffs explicitly mentioned. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Selected strikes have matchmaking. That's a huge win. So if you go into IO to the Pyramidian and you want to do that strike, you will have matchmaking for it. If anybody didn't play D1, you could select the strike that you actually wanted to play instead of just the playlist. So I wonder if we'll be able to select a difficulty as well. I would hope so. That would be nice. I hope that go along with it. Um Regarding the Barons having their own gear, and they say, uh, just play the game and find out for yourself, which I'm guessing is probably a yes. Yeah. (laughs) And it looks like Strike exclusive loot will be returning. Nice. And of course, Strike will give uh, powerful gear, and that power uh, bumps you up, uh, but not up to the power cap, of course, because that's how it always is. I think, I don't know how they're going to play it out, but I would imagine it would be a little less... Slow paced isn't the right word, but I think you're going to see them philosophically dial up the amount of gear jumps you get in between activities. I think Warmind was a very intentional, this is going to be much slower paced than what you're used to in Curse of Osiris. And usually when we get the, this is a new insertion of a lot of fresh players where Warmind was not. Warmind was the scraps of diehard people coming back to the game, not a lot of maybe new or lapsed players kind of a deal. Whereas Forsaken... I would expect to see kind of the D2 vanilla launch casual gloves put on quite a bit in certain sectors of the game to try and keep a casual audience around. Did did I phrase that okay? Yeah, that's a really great point because, you know, right now with Souls of Heroes going on right now, this week, starting this week, we, we can get 400 power level gear, you know, 
and moving into Forsaken, we know they're raising the power level cap up to, what is it, 600, I think? Um, so, like you said, since this is going to be a new injection of new newer players, whereas the Warmind was not focused solely on that, um, we will probably see, yeah, we can level up real quick just doing the story missions in uh, in Forsaken. So, I, I would agree with that. Hopefully, it's, it's front-loaded, so you're going to level up between 400 and 500 really quickly and then from 500 to 600 is a super long arduous grind like it was in uh, in warmind mm-hmm. uh, more exotic quests coming to the table no class exclusives a badge system for sets badges for collecting uh, gives triumphs and even titles and so for you collectors out there we've already talked about the collection system a lot on the show in the past um, they do say end game for solo players the dreaming city is the answer for you no changes to guided games I'm gonna just probably like highlight those two points right there. I am. Nah, let's wait to the end. We'll wait to the end. Okay. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, unload yet. Yeah. So moving on from that. So there's no plans for ammo synthesis. Uh, there's no talks about trials just quite yet. They're discussing things internally, which probably means there's definitely not going to be any trials updates right at launch because it's uh, it's pretty close to launch time. Mm hmm. Uh, shaders on swords, yep. And the Cryptarch allows shader deletion in groups of five. So he is the sh- shader shredder now. And uh, the nice. Celestial Nighthawk won't change the new super. So, okay. Uh, let's highlight the things that stood out to me. I think there's a lot of good in here. I think there's some scratching of the head. And then there's some bummers. Lots of good going across the board for, like you said, taken kingification of <laughs> Destiny 2. And I have no doubt Forsaken will deliver probably a ridiculously fun, hopefully months, but I'm expecting probably a really fun month of Destiny 2 for all sorts of players, right? Yep. Uh, no changes to guided games and no plans for an in-game LFG system. It really does feel like Quite intentionally, they're trying to avoid talking about guided games at all costs. And it's unfortunate because we got so darn close to having what could have been an LFG system in the game, a game that is so bent on social connection, yet has some of the worst social tools out of any modern game I play. (laughs) And to have it just sort of brushed under the rug, again, is like, what are you doing, guys? Come on. (laughs) Yeah, guided games was supposed to be that stepping stone into finding a clan finding people to play with and it's just not it's man they really want this game to be a social game a social experience where solo players can find other players to play with and that's why they have the co-op experience of strikes and uh, all the raids requiring that that fire team but if you're just a solo player and you don't venture out and message people um, actively just say hey what are you doing can I help or whatever it's it's hard it is really hard and being able to match make into any activity not all of them you know save some for for the elite players sure why not but if if you you know have matchmaking in uh, in heroic strikes already but uh nightfall strikes and maybe some of those lower tier end game activities let's do that come on let's go I yeah I I don't understand, and I still don't really understand their philosophy. I understand. I mean, sorry to cut you off, but I just had another thought. There's ways in game to track 
how you play. I'm specifically thinking strikes here. It can track how much damage a person does to the boss, how many ads you clear, how many orbs you create, that kind of stuff. You know, put like not a ranking system in the strike playlist, but like a, uh, what's it called? Like a user activity behavioral score or badge. Just like, a rating. Like there's plenty yeah, of PVE activities where like you this finish. This player is a boss DPS dude, or this player is an ad clearer. And then you match those two together and it synchronizes really well. Or even even think like at the end of a match of League of Legends, you get your letter grade, right? And it's just based off of some pretty loose metrics. So you can win the game and still get like a B, you know, or like a B minus right. or something. Mm -hmm. I don't. I get S tier all the time. S plus every single game. All, every game, all the time. It's always I, my team's fault. Never my fault. Not Bungie's response. I do not believe it's Bungie's responsibility, nor should it be their focus to make sure that people get into clans. And Bungie cannot police bad experiences that people will have in public match-made settings. But I don't think it's their responsibility to completely pull that feature out of the game in the fear that somebody would go into the Leviathan in a match-made setting and have a horrible experience and then abandon the game. I don't really think it's their job to try and govern that space. Now, maybe I don't know anything about the research that they have. Maybe they have plenty of research that says 98% of people who have a negative experience with random match-made games never play again, and we'll never be able to monetize those people again or whatever. But I mean, what if... I mean, this might remove the, myster the mystery behind a raid or a raid layer, but what if you just match-made one instance of a raid, like think of the vanilla leviathan like you match make you queue up you match with five other guardians and you get to play uh the baths encounter as a team of six and then once you complete that activity you're back in matchmaking you don't have to do the entire raid yeah you basically break it up you into smaller with. segments yeah i mean then it begs the question of course well isn't that just a strike well yeah kind of but it's part of the raid so it teaches people how to do the raid. Maybe it's on an easier difficulty. And so that when they do eventually find that six-man team to do the full raid, they know the activity, they know what to do, they they know the encounters, and then it's a more enjoyable experience. I don't know. I'm just I would I would wager heavily that the percentage of players in D one who played a raid was much higher than the percentage of players who played a raid in D two. Yeah, I think I would agree with that statement hundred percent. And that shouldn't be the case if you have inserted a tool in the game like guided games i don't know we're beating a dead horse let's move on i mean everybody <laughs> listening already knows this junk so um other things that stood out to me no talk about trials just yet you can sort of assume that nothing's going to change with trials coming into forsaken that's one of those confusing things for me but i can also understand maybe they tried lots of stuff and none of it worked and instead of just putting a bad band-aid in we're just going to keep it as is um, it might be because they're adding all the new super trees that they don't know how that's going to work out in trials just yet so they're not touching any of the trial specific mechanics they're adding the new supers in to the uh the pvp experience and then they'll see how to tweak it from there maybe i don't know but, yeah and they also their focus seemed to be on the new competitive game mode the like weird king of the hill thing oh uh, I don't yeah remember that's right. name mm -hmm. basically and not not a payload map <laughs> <laughs> totally not diddy how totally dare you not say overwatch that. payload <laughs> um and Gambit, 
I'm really looking forward to Gambit. I think Gambit's going to be really fun. I agree. I agree. Uh, I'd love to know what listeners have to think of this list, what they like, what they're confused about, whatever. You can join the conversation on our Discord, discord.me slash destiny the show. Or you can tweet us. Nobody does that anymore. But at destiny the show. <laughs> you guys used to do that a lot during year one, and then I get it. Like, we stopped well, we reading them the, out on the show. We had the Twitter bounties, you know? We did. Where we, we gave out props as prize. <laughs> Not like physical props, but like vocal Twitter props. <laughs> we shouted you out um nothing really going on with the twab this week this the final faction rally of season three is coming up so if there's gear you're missing and you're into it and you like faction rally stuff go out there and grab it and then diddy i wanted to close with uh right about a year ago was the destiny 2 beta sort of mid to end of july was the console one and then in august i can remember when in august was the pc beta but right in that like year ago time frame I just wanted to throw it out there. I remember a year ago playing the beta and being really excited with just how good the gunplay felt. It definitely felt like Destiny, but it felt better. Better. Yeah, it did feel better. <laughs> and I think a year of playing it, you forget about that secret sauce that Bungie definitely has. Their shooter feels super good. And if Forsaken can, I don't know, push this thing forward and we get a really fun month out of it or more i'm i'm excited so what what do you remember about the beta i remember being super uncomfortable on a mouse and keyboard for the pc beta in august of last year <laughs> yeah this was before you really grinded out overwatch right man yeah so last year around february is when i really started grinding overwatch really hard and it was man i sucked so bad i really considered putting plugging in a controller to the computer but my usb ports didn't work so it wouldn't let me your so, computer was telling you yeah my computer told me you're gonna become a pc gamer whether you like it or not <laughs> and now i just controllers hurt my hands now so it's uh it's pc for life i'm super happy that destiny's on the playstation or on the pc now oh yeah destiny's finally on the playstation Psh, took him long enough yeah took him long enough Psh. Uh, yeah, on the I, PC. I am too. I mean, now that I've uh, I finished my computer build, you know, a couple weeks ago, it's got a better CPU. I mean, it still has a 970 in there, but still on an ultra wide monitor, it 60 FPS is where I lock it because I want the performance, and it's so smooth, so good. I'm very happy it's there on the platform. Good stuff, dude. Um, with all that said, guys, enjoy the last like Diddy and I have been talking about the last few weeks of the show. Enjoy Solstice of Heroes. Enjoy your kind of last hurrah with Vanilla D2 and expect more juicy marketing materials coming from Bungie. And we'll try and cover those as well as, you know, Warframe and some of the other looter shooter games. But there really hasn't been a lot of news for those as of late past TennoCon. So all that said, Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Excellent. You can follow us on Twitter at Destiny the Show. You can go to our website, destinytheshow.com, for all the links from today and more. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at BBK Dragoon and join the conversation over a thousand members strong, our Discord, discord.me slash destiny the show. Thanks. Have a good week. Bye.